You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of Sour Graps Vengeance Day Edition. Things are crazy in the world. Kate and I will talk about a lot of that stuff that happened on the show tonight. But Sean is here. He's going to tell about talk about things that happened outside of what we watched tonight, well, as well maybe. as the stuff we watched tonight, too. Maybe maybe it happened outside of what you watched tonight. Maybe <laughs> oh, it has something to do goodness. with something that the you watched tea. tonight. The tea. Uh, maybe I can't. I can't say that definitively. So, uh, you know what? Our I'm going to start this off by saying Joshi wrestling is not my beat. I have never pretended it's my beat. It's not my thing. Uh, not like I don't enjoy it. I I greatly enjoy it. Siri Kondo is probably my favorite performer in the entire world. But uh, Scott E Wrestling on Twitter is the guy you should go to for that. Scott Edwards does an incredible job covering Joshi wrestling and. I defer to him on a lot of this stuff, but I actually told him this was coming I, as I look Thursday. Uh, and I just said, hey, have you heard the news? He said, which news? And I said, uh, Rossi's leaving stardom. Well, uh, Rossi didn't leave stardom. Rossi got left by stardom <laughs> before uh, that that could really happen. Now, And he founded it, right? That's the other kind of... Well, let me first off, let me let me just kind of go into the details of of what I have information on, what I've heard rumors of and and all that stuff. Um, So at least within WWE, within AEW and then within New Japan, uh, it was rumored throughout this week that Rossi Ogawa would be working with WWE in some capacity, or at least that was his hope after this stardom thing was going to hash out or end or I, I, you know, hearing this, I find it hard to believe that he wasn't planning to leave already, but uh, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and say like, I know how this all unfolded right now, but there were definitely talks at least within AEW and new Japan that they expected him to be working with for under, alongside Triple H in some capacity uh, immediately following this. Now, I don't know if that necessarily will happen with stardom kind of just putting it out there that, hey, you have this guy was trying to poach people. Now, keep in mind, I'm not drawing a connection from one to the other, but it's kind of hard to ignore that, you know, seven months before her contract was going to expire, there are rumors that Julia is heading to WWE that that's a first in, in all the times that I've covered 
contracts, and I've covered a lot of them, haven't necessarily heard something as definitive as that. And also, it was out there like, oh, AEW has no interest in Julia, whatever. And when I would talk to people in AEW, they'd be like, we can't have interest in her. She's under a deal until like the middle of next year. And they're like, but, and one person specifically that I spoke to was like, Hey, you know, we mentioned her to stardom as somebody we'd be interested in for forbidden door. If that was an option, etc." So that was sort of like undermined that, that rumor was undermined a little bit. Now I can't speak to AEW's continuing interest in particularly uh, anybody or anything like that, but um, th- that this was a widely discussed thing among New Japan's talent that uh, I was that I, I heard from and people in AEW. Tony Khan right now tweeted by Rossi the big goodbye and said it's a clear case of industrial esp- espionage and tweeted a Batman gif of the the penguin. So listen again, I just want to say outside of the rumors that I heard. you know i i'll work to find out what i can this will be thing something that a guy like scott edwards might find a little bit more out than me and and the people that that covers that i mean it's just man it's just so like i mean they're not making it hard to connect the the dots yeah that much here like there's a difference between what we can confirm because of what we know and the dots that got laid out because this statement even dropped on right after this pay-per-view of a vignette sure. that felt like it was for Julia. So I don't think that uh, the timing is an accident with something like that. Guys, also just a quick reminder to leave a thumbs up on this video. We have a couple more people than would normally be watching. And if you have super chats that you want to get in about the pay-per-view or about this, would it be the first time in the past, what, 48 hours, 72 hours that I would yes. be uh, reading off some super yes. chats? Yes, uh, I want to I want to put over Corey Brennan, who does a lot of great work for us, especially on the NXT beat. Uh, he's had a bunch of exclusive news. He had, a, he had a report on Fightful Select about Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin. He had the scoops thread. He's got a lot of notes right now, and these will go up on Fightful Select as well. Uh, he says Elia was okay after taking a nasty bump during the main event. Uh, the main event got a lot of praise from Shawn Michaels and uh, Matt Bloom during the Dusty Classic final. The rope tightness was questioned after the two scary spots between Braun Breaker and Carmelo. It was said uh, everybody came out of it a little banged up. NXT Women's Championship match was well received backstage. Praise for all three women involved, especially Lola Vice. Corey Brennan on the Scoops thread actually uh, posted that she would be involved. And, you know, it's funny because there there were rumors that were attributed to me about Julia for some reason online last week where people said that AEW was not interested in her because of, I don't know if they, they claimed that I said that she shot on people or was stiff or anything like that, but I never reported that. And actually a person in NXT sent me that screenshot. That's how I found out. And they said, well, she won't be stiff with Lola Vice because Lola Vice is Lola Vice and she was a pro fighter before. And that's how I was like, hold up. I didn't report this. Why, why are you bringing this to me? But uh, Lola Vice gets a lot of praise there. Um, and uh, there, uh, Corey also says there's a lot of secrecy surrounding the main event aftermath as rehearsals for the main event were kept to those who were directly involved in putting it together. Uh, <laughs> and one that you guys, uh, people listening, aren't going to like because it's coming out of my mouth, even though it's not me reporting. It says throughout the show when The Rock was shown, on the mania graphics, the crowd would boo. 
there were efforts to cover it up by production because they do that. Hate to tell you guys they do that. Also, the triple threat was received well backstage. Oh, man. Scott saying my tweet uh, <laughs> made people come for him. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. But um, Stardom has tweeted that uh, Stardom wrestlers and staff were notified last night that uh, Rossi's contract was terminated effective immediately. But, I mean, Scott can verify Thursday. I'll see what time. It had to be the wee hours. Can Bushi Rose sue WWE for contract tampering? I am not going to pretend to be a legal expert here. Yeah, it was at uh, 1.30 a.m. on Thursday when I messaged him about it. Uh, we do have this chat. Do you think the vignette was for Julia? I would imagine so. I would imagine so. It felt like it. Um, I don't. I don't have. I don't have any indication. Like I don't know why you think that. I don't know enough about Julia to like get it away. But yeah. um, the only reason I would think that is because you think that. I would. Yeah. If you had gave me a thousand guesses, I would not have said Julia. I would so. just because it's a Japanese proverb specifically that like the three faces thing came from. Yes. And I okay. don't think it's Okada because I think that would be a good well, I don't think it's Okada. No, yeah. I don't think that. So Yeah, I don't think I don't believe this is Okada either. Uh Shot Kid says, forget NXT, Rossi out of stardom. Can 2024 just slow down a little bit? It's so wild because I I've mentioned this story before, but after the crazy like I, I joked with Denise. 2019 was crazy. We started working together. 2020 was crazy because of COVID. 2021 was an insane free agent year, especially going to AEW and CM Punk. 2022 was brawl out and the Vince stuff and Mercedes and Naomi leaving. That was even crazier. 2023 got even more insane. And I at the beginning of 2023, I had a select article ready to run just whenever that was like, I think 2024 will be crazier. And it explained why I didn't get to run that until Christmas night. <laughs> but it kept getting pushed back because crazier things kept happening. And I just like based on the trajectory of everything, media deals and and of course the Vince stuff. Like he, there's no way he was gonna survive there in that company. Free agency, all that. And there's yeah. so many elements of it that we couldn't have possibly predicted. We couldn't have predicted the rock stuff. We couldn't have. I mean, you could have partially predicted the Vince stuff because he's a scumbag. But uh, yeah, and I, I want to make this clear. History. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I want to make this clear to people because I see a lot of people saying, oh, well, I wish that the Vince stuff got as much attention as fill in the blanks. We aren't done covering that. I just uh, three people with fightful bylines asked Triple H about it. Uh, two people with fightful bylines, myself and John Alba, asked Shawn Michaels about it. I'm going to Vegas. I can't imagine I'm going to get a lot of FaceTime with Triple H or The Rock, but it will be asked if I get that, and I'm able to. I'm not expecting more than like a minute or two with them if I get anything, but we're still we're still covering this story. I'm actively working with multiple mainstream outlets to help them navigate the landscape of this and cultivate sources for these stories. So I just want to make that clear. That is not something that is being put on the back burner or anything of that nature. Like it, it is still being covered. We can just also cover more than one thing at a time. And, yeah, and people we're... can be mad about more than one thing at a time as well. You're allowed to be outraged by the Vince stuff and pissed about the creative direction of what looks like a certain WrestleMania main event, especially after uh, we had Royal Rumble, but. Guys, get in your super chats and your humper chats and please leave a thumbs up on this video. 
Um, Caden saying that I got y'all main event is Roman versus Rossi. Look, head of the table, oh man, head of the table. I, I, I can tell you that I heard from several girls within WWE that were like Rossi, uh, type of thing based on their experiences in the past. Like we're not, we're not excited about that, that possibility. Um, now listen, I can't speak to what his involvement will be in WWE and, Quite frankly, maybe there's none after the what the news that dropped. It wouldn't surprise me to see WWE come out and be like, "No, nah, we ain't getting involved with him." Uh, type of thing. Now, for for those for those of you that are American wrestling fans, and you're looking like looking at a similar situation, it's not quite similar because Bill Alfonso did not have anywhere near the power. But Bill Alfonso got accused of this in ECW of facilitating uh, ECW talent to get deals with WCW and uh, that, yeah, that was, that was covered in the rise and fall of ECW, but that's something that he was accused of uh, a black Saturday type move in 2024 is wild. It is wild. <laughs> what the heck is it? TK's Rossi tweet. They didn't have a great relationship. They didn't. I mean, listen, you could, I, I can bring up something that I reported for the love of God. Megan Bain had been under AEW contract for a long time. Not only was she under AEW contract, I think still is. They gave her a contract while she was hurt, too. They didn't want her to go without being paid while she was hurt. She came back. She had a match. And Tony said, you know what? You should seek some work elsewhere. Perhaps stardom, from what I understand. Um, The stardom Twitter account tried to deny that. (laughs) I then got calls from AEW officials and New Japan officials including some that I would consider unfuckwithable in in certain senses. And all of a sudden, that tweet was down. All of a sudden, that terminology was correct, according to to those people. There were, there were, in my limited knowledge of the relationship between AEW and stardom, it seemed like there were some miscommunications. There were some, some, just miscommunications there. And that's, that's all I can really speak to, because again, not particularly my beat. But uh, yeah, also Okada contract status. Yes. He's a Same free thing. agent right now, as of this moment. Yeah. Um. Looks like. I think that's Biggest, all. The this Chase U calendar sold out, buddy. Sold out. Insane. No. Just just wait until wait until the uh, Sean Ross Sap Riccicino calendar drops, buddy. We are going to sell. It, they don't stand a chance. Just us posing next to Great American Ballpark. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to oh, be with great. a nice one. Saying hello, people of Fightful Big Fan. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you for that. Thank um, you, Kyle the Ginger. Yeah. Thanks, Kyle the Ginger. You said it about yourself, so we get to say it about you. Um, so I, I feel like there are some people that have noticed too, like there hasn't been a lot of stardom AEW crossover in general. There weren't forbidden door matches you alluded to. Julia wanted to be on that. Obviously this with uh, Tony Khan tweeting about it. Um, if Rossi was supposed to go to WWE, do you gut instinct, not a report clarifying that up front. This is me just sure. asking Sean. Um, this is all complete reckless speculation that I have absolutely no regrets. Of. Baby. Yeah. I, have uh, no, I mean, that's why I said there have been rumors because, Listen, they your boy are ain't covering that beat. Rumors. 
Um, do you feel like Triple H maybe doesn't have the same pull of bringing people in at this moment as he might have two weeks ago? Like that, that's got to be potentially a part of that too, right? Doesn't, yeah, that, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I don't know what the, what the, the Vince stuff will do long-term to the, po- the possibility of free agencies. I like, I, it's just not something that I've seen yet. I, I can tell you it hasn't deterred at least a couple from at least gauging interest. Because we, okay. we had reported that. We had reported that Okada had been in contact with WWE talent. And that had been since then, from what I understood. But on an admin side, like if you are under a magnifying glass of who's there, doesn't mm-hmm. bringing more people into the fold, just in general, I would feel like maybe... You take a look and and pause a little bit, but that's just just me thinking. If your internals are being looked at, you're probably not like, let's bring a bunch of people new in. Well, him probably sure. Uh, Trevor L says, "Who is this guy? Uh, he headed up started <laughs> coming to WWE. Is he supposed to be the new Kevin Dunn? No, that is Lee Fitting, who also had his set of issues with ESPN and was sort of he's he's not allowed to win Emmys now. What role would he be filling? That I don't know. It's funny because. When I was told, it was like somebody said creative out loud to me. And I was like, I don't know about that. I don't know how that would make any sense. I don't think that that would be a role that he would be in. Uh, maybe some sort of ambassador in, in some sense to to negotiate with, with Japanese talent. Sure. But um, yeah. Wasn't he? I, I don't know a ton about stardom either. I know that's shocking to people who watch the show. But uh, wasn't he like a founding force of stardom too that was like his company right i believe uh, i believe so yeah. uh, so i'm not going to pretend to understand the history of of stardom uh, i mean it's he yeah he he's been involved ever since the start to, to the best of my best of my knowledge yeah yeah and with uh gosh who was it with um uh takahashi and kakamoto there you go okay there you go. Huh, it's going to be wild. Going to be wild. Until next time. Bye, guys. Bye. So Alex and I have a show tomorrow, so I'm sure there'll be some MLW scandal breaking between now yeah. and then because that just no. seems to be the way things go right now. I wish I knew mm-hmm. more about Sardom. I have no idea like who replaces Rossi. I don't fully know. Um, I mean, I know what kind of his role was there, but... Right. Man, um, that is out of left field to me, but maybe not so much to some other people, I guess. Yeah. Um, but man, gonna be an interesting one. I'm sure Sean is gonna work to gather more information on that, and uh, he will probably have updates on select. And also, as far as like legal stuff, um, I'd, I'd, we don't want to talk about anything legal, but Jimmy always has a really great business mind. If there's questions you want to send in that are more business oriented for the hump. Um, so stick around for that, but we're going to get into some NXT news. Uh, and we got, uh, some chats about it, including Ryan saying the road to get there is usually bumpy, but NXT PLEs are fun. Really good at ring. Real weird booking. I feel like, um, we finally got a payoff in the main event, but yeah, I felt I mean, like no, what happened to the women's they, match was real weird. There's a lot. There's a lot of 
there's a lot of questions. This is the thing is that I, I've always been, a, a, um, apologies, I'm still under the weather. Um, I've always been um, a proponent of not making your talent look dumb. Sure. And uh, um, making your talent, asking your talent to do things that make sense that human beings would do. That's That's a good thing. Always have your talent be reasonable human beings who could think more than two steps ahead and then do the smart thing. I sure. always like that. So <clears throat> there were some things that I didn't like, but there was nothing to not wait, wait. I was like, there was nothing to not like about most of the in-ring work. Yes. So, there you go. That's what I was gonna say about that. Um Orion Ben says, I'm just gonna say it, DIY's takeover turn has ruined all other wrestling turns for me. Uh, the PLE was a 7.5 out of 10 with Dijak and Gacy and Oba and Dragon Lee surprising me. Now, that no, didn't surprise me. Those were things I knew that were going to be the, the highlights for me because I didn't think they were going to do any ridiculous booking in those matches. So those <laughs> matches were going to be fine. And uh, and you know how I, I don't like the things that they when they overbook and crap. Um, but um, yes, I, I thought overall pretty good. Um, we seem to have a fairly, um, like a, a, a very hot angle heading into the biggest play of the year, NXT wise. Um, so the road to stand and deliver is, uh, we're on the road and it, 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 it looks like it's, uh, full steam ahead on, on a road. Um, I miss them. I miss them saying stand and deliver so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> K- Kitiara says a late Groundhog Day pun. Punk, Punk Satoni Phil. Phil <laughs> Punk. CM Punk Satoni Phil. There you go. Very well done. Thank you. Um, um, let's just get into the matches. Um, the the opening was um, the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Tournament, in which each of the um, each of the teams features at least one member that appears imminently call upable. Yeah. Um, and the prize for winning the tournament um, is a tag team title shot. Um, and. Depend like obviously we know by the end of the night that one of them wouldn't have 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 actually done that, but you could have easily, depending on what you did with the booking around everything else, you could have convinced me very easily that either Trick and Mellow or Braun and Corbin could not only win this match, but become the new NXT tag team champions. But now, because I feel like Braun is like literally being fought over by Adam Pierce and Nick Aldis. And Mello has had all of this time on the main roster. He was in a tournament. He's had matches. He's like he's getting he's getting FaceTime in the office with Nick Aldis. Like I don't like you know he was in the Royal Rumble. Um, it feels like no matter which team won in the opening match, that they were just going to go on and lose to to the family and and uh, and then just get called up and the whole thing would kind of be like you know it would be it would be great if they planned like more than three weeks ahead 
and that would be really cool for me, but they don't usually do that. The match was a lot of fun, except for the fact that the ropes were not tightened well enough, so Braun Breaker nearly decapitated himself. Yeah, the the opening match was... Um, well, the, to your point about the booking, and our own Corey Brennan did report on Fightful Select that the tag team of Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker has been very well received, but that Braun... Mm-hmm does seem to be getting called up sooner than later, but a lot of supplementary details, a lot of complimentary stuff on FightfulSelect.com if you want to read more about that, which is always nice. We like refreshing, happy news coming out of this. Uh, But yeah, this match was uh, really fun when it was fun and kind of scary when it was scary. The stuff that was clunky was very clunky, Uh, but the stuff that's fun is really fun because both teams have really, really good chemistry within themselves. Uh, it just the things that were worrisome were like very worrisome in this mm-hmm. opener, but uh, it seemed like every time they kind of got their groove going, something weird kind of <laughs> clicked in. But um, I feel like the right team probably did win here, obviously, with the main event being what it was and the post match angle being what it was. Uh, this this was the right call. They're a fun little team and the, the wolf dogs. I'm still getting used to saying, um, but I I liked this. I got to say to Wade Barrett on commentary tonight with Vic Joseph, they have great chemistry and I'm very surprised that when they were playing commentary roulette, these two didn't end up together more. Um, I'm surprised that Vic Joseph wasn't called up to the main roster because he's been a really, really, really solid. So um, it just surprised me, but it was really refreshing hearing the two of them on commentary tonight. Wade Barrett, really did his homework before coming back into this product. He used to be a stalwart of the commentary team on NXT. Right. Um, but his commentary added a lot, I felt like, actually to this match. But he was got talking up about how cool the War Dogs name is, and I loved him saying, like, out of these two teams, you wouldn't have thought that the conflict would be with Trick and Mello and not with these two if you had taken it back a few weeks when it felt like Trick and Mello were on the same page and Braun and... Baron Corbin were not on the same page. I, I like that he called that out. I thought that actually added mm-hmm. a lot. So um a roller coaster, a roller coaster of a match because of those tricky spots. Glad everybody it sounded like banged up, but not as injured as as they could have been with what happened. But I also like starting pay-per-view cards with uh high energy tag matches. Rampage used to always open with one of those. Like I like that starting a show, that vibe, that energy. So uh this was fun. The match rundown also, uh, I don't think the full rundown, but the main event and the opener were also reported by us on FightfulSelect.com. Yeah. Thanks to Corey Brennan. Um, the uh, the spot in question, Braun running the ropes, um, he just, he leans, because he leans really hard when he when he hits those ropes. He throws his whole weight in there. His head went underneath the, the top rope and snapped back because the ropes were not taut enough. Um, and later on the other side of the ring, Mello tried to do a springboard off the middle rope and he didn't get any lift off of it. Yeah. So like it's the ropes were not like, and, and Barrett brought that up. Like, I don't know if these are regulation ropes here in Clarksville, Tennessee, as though like they hired a local firm to, to bring in ropes (laughs) from, these are, these are Clarksville ropes, not these good Orlando ropes we normally have. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was, was a little scary. There were some moments that seemed very um, just unfortunate that like the amazing spot of trick suplexing 
Trick and Mello. Trick carrying Mello in a fallaway slam position, suplexed them both, but Trick stood there. Yeah. Like for like a four Mississippi, waiting to be handed his tag team partner and then turned around so that Brock could, so Braun could like just drop him. In the time it took you to turn around while carrying him, set down your partner. Like it was a really cool spot, him throwing him, but all the work you had to do to set it up, kind of like, it's like, ah, I, I really wanted it to feel like it flowed more. The parts of the match that really flowed were great. The parts of the match that didn't weren't. And that's unfortunate like, because I think all four guys are really good. Just didn't feel like they had it um, in their, in their, in their bones, just as all match. Yeah. The, like the parts that weren't, were like disruptively. So, which is a bummer because it felt like every time they kind of were grooving, they got taken out of it, but. Shabu again, so I guess it's true. <laughs> being it's granted true. a shot at the specific belt means nothing. In NXT, we have an example of a singles prize leading to a tag title shot and vice versa two years ago. Yeah, yeah. and a tag team prize leading to each member of that tag team in a triple threat. So uh, with, a, with, a, with a singles champion, neither of them won. Um, I would do this. I would have Braun sign a contract with Raw tomorrow. And like, ah, oh, but I, I can't come up right now, Mr. Pierce. I, I have to go down in NXT. I have the 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 shot of the tag team titles. And um and Adam Pierce says, why don't I get on the phone with Ava and see if I can get you guys a shot at the undisputed tag team titles? I wouldn't mind seeing Braun and Baron um have a title have a title match with Finn and, and Damian. Like that's that's they're not going to win either of the matches. No. So why not do it there anyway? And that I don't want to see guys going back and forth. I just don't. I would I would like to, I want a call up to be a call up. Damn it! Like the, the way it used to be back in my day when back you when, call ups were when men. you got called up, you stayed there. Damn it! Um, back when call ups were man. Thank you. I'm um, with my voice right now, so thank you. You're welcome. I I agree because I I also. I don't know, like when people, the draft is stupid because it never holds, but like when people used to get called up during the draft and it felt like an authentic moment and people were really yeah. excited. Like, I love that energy around it. Um, I really appreciate that energy around it, actually, because it, it feels like you got called up in kayfabe to something, but like there are some real life changing things that happen when that happens. So um, I, I kind of like that. But the big thing for me is I I don't love it, but. I have a much bigger problem with if you're working heel in one place and face in another. And it, it feels like Carmelo just turned heel on Trick and is working babyface on the main roster. So I don't like that. Um, but we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see because Trick appeared on the main roster too, right? The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Oh, right. Yeah, that was a very odd spot. He had never appeared before. He ran in, got an huge ovation from the SmackDown crowd. Yeah. All he did was save Carmelo from a beatdown. And then Carmelo tried to shake his hand and he pushed it away. And, but by the end of tonight, they're not friends. But they were friendly through the entire night tonight. So the, the push away of the hand was like a, was like a, a, a false start. Like yeah. the, of, of the breakup, which was weird. And I thought for sure, Trick being on SmackDown the day before the Rumble meant that he was going to be in the Rumble, which he wasn't in the Rumble. So yeah. that was a very weird thing. Um, the finish of the match was that Carmelo, who was the legal guy, pushed. Well, he didn't actually. He stepped in front of Trick Williams. And Trick Williams, I guess, was so scared by watching his friend take a spear who was the legal man that he voluntarily rolled out of the ring and then remembered that he was not the legal man. So he needs to get back in and break a pinfall, which he could not do in time. And I was like, that, that, the way that is laid out makes him, you got to make sure that, that Carmelo shoves him really hard to get him out of the ring. Because if he gets out of the ring of his own volition, then it's his fault they lost. Because he needed to break up the the the, the spear the pin from from Braun, and it it didn't it didn't look good at all. The finish of the whole thing also it calls into question literally everything else that happened tonight. Yeah, why would Carmelo Hayes save his friend from being speared if he was going to try to murder him with a chair later? I just I don't know. What's weird is to your point. I thought maybe what they were going for here was a swerve when they drove their way to the main event um but it didn't work and the the final shots was because they know no other way seemingly was carmelo blaming the crowd about it uh which makes no sense this is your fault yeah this is because of all of you is such a weird thing and it feels like the only reason you have I mean, legitimately have talent. I mean, Trick worked two matches tonight, which is something that I think you try to avoid in most cases, would be if those two things affected each other. Um, I think because the end of this felt a little bit clumsy, it didn't feel that way. Like if, um, I don't know, if Carmelo had gotten hurt, and just, just as an example, like if Carmelo, they gave him a fake injury, and he was like, man, every time... I try to help you out in some way I'm getting hurt, whether it's physically, whether it's you taking my title shots, whatever. Like there was no connective tissue. Obviously they could try and do something by Tuesday, but it felt like they went so far out of the way to swerve us here that um, they kind of boxed themselves out of being able to do this. Mm-hmm. Enrique Abani saying, what are we talking? EPL soccer? The ropes were taught in him. 
Um, yeah, well, the ropes explains the joke to, for people who don't know this is that they were floppy. They like were floppy. I don't know what that means. I don't know why um, I started reading Super Chats here in charge. I, just, Ryan, I guess when there's a scandal, I just always feel like it's my right. job to run <laughs> Super Chats. Ryan Giacchini says um, that he loves the Aldous Pierce dynamic. I, I do too. That's yes. really good. They're like rival GMs um, in like sports, not in wrestling, because that doesn't make any sense. Yes, they are obviously rival GMs, but like in sports is what I mean. And Shabu again says, I love the old call-ups. The ones that were permanent and had a guy come up without his entrance, a gimp mask, and a release six months later. Now, I mean the old, old ones. Like the old, old, old ones. Like tw- back in my Rollins, day. Rollins, Finn, Biggie. 2018. Damn it. You, you, you came in. They, you stood in the crowd. And you, yeah, you, you stood up during a takeover. They were called takeovers back then in the crowd. But they, woo, Andrade's here. Won't that be great? And then he came out. And he had some matches, and then he got a title match, and he won the title. And then he had was a champion for a while, and then he lost the title, and he went up to the main roster right afterwards like God intended. Um, that's what I meant. That's what I meant, guys. Um, hey, Dijak and Joe Gacy had a great match. What, what do you know? Uh, yeah, this was everything that I wanted it to be. Dijak getting a big win on play is always nice. Uh, or it, it is nice. It never happens. So him having a big PLEW here is really fun. Um, I loved the duct tape over the eye spots. I loved Joe Gacy being in the garbage can and him tearing mm. down the garbage can with him in it. Uh, it doesn't just have to be a sky doing it from the top rope people. You could do that from the ground too. Love that. Um, and I loved after the match, Joe Gacy. This almost feels like when Liv Morgan was just like the crazy maniac who loved pain. Like Joe Gacy taking the loss here and smiling makes me think, hey, maybe this is going to be a multi-match thing, which yeah. I actually really like when you're establishing a new kind of version of someone like we are, Joe Gacy. The fact that he would have a feud that um, builds on the match before it with someone is a great way to establish mm-hmm. who a character is. Dijak's a great guy to do that against. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping they run this back a time or two. Uh, mm. I, I really liked this. Seeing Joe Gacy in the ring was really refreshing. This character is the best version of what they've been going for, I think, a little bit with Joe Gacy that, that makes sense and clicks in. Dijak is at his best in stipulation matches, honestly. Mm. He's just really good from a psychology standpoint, from an in-ring site standpoint, from a pacing standpoint. Some of that is just having the match length time that um, is afforded. I feel like he can tell a really complete story with someone. And and Gacy was really strong in this too. I loved um, what we got out of this and them just beating the hell out of each other was a whole bunch of fun for me. Yeah. um, Line Drive says, I got to admit, seeing what the creative chaos of of a CZW death match in NXT was, was fun as hell to see. Um, It was fun. I have, you know me. I have nitpicks. No um, way. I do. I love the idea of I'm gonna set up a, t- a table and then put a bunch of Hot Wheels and and action figures <laughs> and army guys on it. Love that. However, if the spot to break the table is set up right by the turnbuckle, like I'm gonna do a jump up and do a a, a springboard, but you're gonna shove me off, and I'm gonna use the springboard to get extra distance and land. Then you put the table in the wrong place, 
because he landed right on where the where the legs were. If you put the table in a different place, that he would have actually landed on all of the all of the toys, Best which stuff. I think was the point of the of the toys being there, not just like also be on the table when he breaks it, but for like them to be underneath him when he lands on it. Anyway, other than that, and the fact that I still hate the hang spring clothesline and I don't want to see it ever again. Yeah, no, that's still silly. Um maybe this you know what I love? I love when a guy changes his finisher because somebody else figured it out in a way that means I don't want to ever do that again. So maybe doing the handspring and turning around and getting a nightstick to the gut is maybe the thing that makes Joe Gacy go, never doing that one again. Thanks there, Dijack. I'll figure out something X, something else. But this was fun. I did I, enjoy Dijack while while blindfolded with duct tape, <laughs> hitting his version of the GTS, the uh, feast your eyes, and then feeling around for the body for to, the pin. Yeah, that was fun. I liked that a lot. Very um, not Karate Kid. What's the? Oh my God! What's the movie with the blindfold and the um, not Karate Kid, right? What's the movie where he's blindfolded? Cobra Kai. Anyway, I, mean, he was, I think he's blindfolded in one in one of the Karate Kids. I believe so. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Here's the problem: what I actually think of is when they make that a parody in Dodgeball, and then I can never remember which Karate Kid mm. like movie it is. Uh, but yes, that was that was very fun. Agree with you on the nitpicks. the The first time I remember seeing that was very early in my wrestling fandom. Uh, it was Punk and Jericho at WrestleMania, I think. And Punk had the Anaconda vice locked in and Jericho just kicked him in the back of the head. And you saw like a shoot reaction of Punk a little bit. Like he smirked and then just adjusted his body away. Um, I also love that. And I wish that happens. I wish Jay Lethal did it when Ricky Starks countered the uh, lethal injection. Like people, once they get that figured out, should want to change it. Especially yeah. when there's a piece of it that's so superfluous. So agree with you there. It is still kind of silly, but overall this was fun. And I like what we're getting out of Joe Gacy. And I like getting to see Joe Gacy wrestle. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. This is this section of the document is just entitled These Effing Calendars. Apparently the ones being sold at the venue are different than the ones being sold online. The ones being sold at the venue, the first run, are like bikini shots and the ones being sold online are more tasteful but you you you'll tell me all about the all the obvious problems i have a different problem because i am sick in the head no i love your problem <laughs> are all women who work for nxt also chase you students the title of the calendar is the women of chase you and features Carmen Petrovich, who I believe is not a part of Chase U, and I'm going to I'm going to say the name that they wrote down, even though that's not her real name, Adriana Rizzo, who I know for a fact is not part of Chase U. Big Ange, which is her actual name, is Correct. not a Chase U student. She is working against them by trying to figure. She would have the whole thing where like. Tell, tell Mr. Chase he's got to talk to Tony T. It wasn't like, tell Mr. Chase in, in my class. Why are all of the women who are not part of Chase U in Chase U in the calendar? That made me lose my mind. And obviously it's still lost. But you can talk now about the, 
the the better the more broad in implications uh yeah and look I, again i said this last week and i'll say it here if you're someone that can separate what's going on from what's happening on the show and this is just like a fun divas throwbacky type thing old saved by the bell episode thing for that's awesome that is you are more than than welcome to feel that way but for me watching this um i talked about this for three hours on or no that was the cody stuff but i talked about this at length right um everything going on with vince and the idea of exchanging money for women's bodies right now to support an institution and the head of that institution feels gross to me um and it feels to me like they probably should have just scrapped the whole idea most people don't seem to feel that way most people are having fun with this i'm not and it's probably because this is my job in part and it's probably um because i am very aware and sensitive to things like this but I just yeah. think that's not a great position to put your talent in either of, yeah. hey, this news just broke and I work for this company and now my body is, pictures of my body are being exchanged for money in real life right. by consumers uh, and in kayfabe. Like that just doesn't feel good to me uh, at all. So, and there's not really like a way to take it back if you have physical ones. Like you can't, mm -hmm. it's not like, oh, we'll just do 11 months of the year. Like that's not how that works. So no. I don't like that at all. And I also have a problem with Big Ange being in this. One, because they got her name wrong and called her Adriana Rizzo, to your mm -hmm. point. And two, not only is she not at Chase U, she was actively feuding with Chase U. Chase U won the titles from the D'Angelo family for like a week and then lost them back. Um, so she should hate them. She should not be friends of them. And uh, yes, not everybody in NXT goes to Chase U. So I'm, either I they're all, all very good friends with someone who's if, mean in JC Jane or <laughs> like if, if they do go to chase you, that may should maybe should have been spelled out to us earlier. That's all I'm going to say. Um, also, I'll just we'll just do this one now where Riley, who's not part of the show, drove all the way to Clarksville to um to ask if Thea Hale would be his Valentine. And she very awkwardly said yes. And then uh, Lexus King apparently also drove all the way to, to Clarksville. I feel like these were all pre-tapes that they did at the PC and none of these people were actually in Clarksville. But anyway, um, Lexus, Lexus King, King didn't drive. He slid his way into Clarksville on, on his chair. He, he just, he sat sideways on a flatbed truck that on his on his throne just driving on the interstate um but he he very ski skeevily hit it on uh hit on uh thea hale and then he and riley osborne miley rylesborne got into a huge um uh punch up Fight punch up yeah 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 put up your dukes not not two cuts the other duke <laughs> put up your ducks Put up, your, put, up, put up your ducks. Put up your ducks. This is Duck Hudson. Hello. Damn right it is. Um, uh, yeah, I fighting over a girl seems like the next logical move in a uh, basically after school special type of wrestling is. show. Yeah. So yeah. story tracks. Uh, but yes, this is at least 
I'm look, I'm happy for Thea Hale. At least the boy that she likes likes her back. That's great news for her. <laughs> also, yeah. again though, probably wouldn't have one of my talent going around hitting on women that aren't interested in you <coughs> at this moment in time from yeah. WWE. Like, does this is this so fundamental to the character of Alexis King? We need to keep this on the table. Probably not. Like mm-hmm. him just being a a skeevy guy just doesn't feel yeah. really great. Uh when we're trying to get rid of those in WWE right now. Right. Um, yes, no. Yes, somebody did mention uh XAW mega recruit Lexus King. Um yeah, I just I just don't I, listen, the, the calendars thing, like these are all women who presumably of their own consent agreed to have pictures taken of them to save the university. Okay, fine. Let's say I grant you that. Why are we also doing skeevy guy hitting on women who absolutely want nothing to do with him and keep telling him no, but he keeps hitting on them? That is workplace harassment and should get him fired. Like, I'm obviously, it's just wrestling. You wouldn't fire the character. No, you wouldn't. So don't have him do a thing that would get him fired in any workplace. That's, you know, I don't know. Yes, and I should, you brought up a good point. We talked about it a little bit last week, but since we're bringing it up again, we should reiterate it this week. They did present the calendar angle as something that was like J.C. Jane felt, they almost framed it as like a women's empowerment thing. It was her idea. Everybody kind of agreed to it. So I do give them credit for that because this would feel really weird if it was like Mr. Chase pressuring them to do it or something. This was like all led by the women, the woman of Chase U and their friends. So that is important. That is actually a really important distinction in this. Lexus King just being gross is just not necessary at all. Yeah. Um, Okay. The family defeated out the mud. Yes. Um, And uh, with Jada Parker. Um, This was fun. Tony D'Angelo got to throw some big dudes around. Um. Uh, did not realize Big Ange was uh, from the Lucha school. Yeah. She did, she did a hell Lucha of a frog slap. And. Lucha, Lucha Ange. Um, big Ange, big Ange, big Ange, big. Remember Kalisto? Um, yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah, no, that was that was fun. And uh, they won. And it was a utterly inconsequential. And now we have them move on to face Braun and Corbin in a, I assume will be a one-off. Uh, probably at what do they call it? Roadblock on March third, fifth, whatever it was, whatever one that is, the fifth. Uh, they're blocking roads. The roads roads will be blocked. So um, they'll probably do that match there. Braun and Baron will lose because it'd be really weird if they won, and then Braun will get called up to either Raw or SmackDown. That is most likely what is going to happen. Um, I. It, it kind of doesn't do a lot for Out the Mud. Jada Parker looked great. Um, yeah. Big Angel looked great. She has, okay, very, like, this is just, you couldn't get any more nitpicky. Mm-hmm. Like, her hair is now blonde, which looks lovely. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're, like, a mobster, you should have, like, those gross, like, chunky blonde highlights, I feel like. Mm-hmm. She looks very pretty. But that's not Big Ange. Big Ange no. should have like the 
the Real Housewife looking uh, hair highlights. Like, <laughs> um, but hair, hair you can pat like four inches from four inches from your skull. You're just patting your hair. Just, There's a lot of that. It's out here. Einstein levels of yeah. traveled away from your head. Um, my only thing is like I actually thought out the mud was going to win this because I thought it would have set up some sort of return shot for like this was not title. So I guess right. if you wanted the women involved, it had to be. But if they were going to win anyway, just felt like I would have just probably made that well, a title. If, shot. if if they win, you can't. Be, I mean, it, it, it's obvious it's the six it's the six person mixed tag match, which had to happen, I guess. Um, but if out the mud their group wins then they get another title shot and i don't like what i complain about this weekly on the main roster that that shayna and zoe were named number one contenders on the first of january it is now the fourth of february have not gotten the title match so i would much rather them not be dealing without the mud while they have a title match coming up versus braun and baron if out the mud want to attack them after they beat Braun and Baron and reignite this, I have no problem with that. You want to do that? That's fine. I think that Bronco and Lucian are getting better and better um, in the ring. Uh, they have a this really, um, they're they're freak athletes at their size. You know what I mean? And so that's really interesting to watch them just like leap from they they don't they they it's a very odd way to like describe. But like they don't move the way dudes that size normally move. Correct. Um, yeah. And so that's kind of fun to watch. I want to see what they're doing uh, from now on. Agreed. Okay. So um, there was a uh, really cool video package for both Roxanne and Lyra separately. Yes. Which I thought was kind of cool to like tell each of their stories moving into this. But I did love like that they showed Roxanne's. They showed everybody else winning the titles. While after she lost hers, they showed uh, Indy pulling it down. They showed um, Tiffany winning the title. They showed Becky winning the title. They showed Lyra beating Becky, and it was always this thing of like, "This is what the, this is where the title is gone since I since I lost the title without ever losing the title." And I like that they focused on that because that tells her story better. And I was like, "Holy shit! They might actually put the title back on Roxanne." Um, and then the match to start with, I thought was going really well, motoring through it. Um, the, the, uh, how do we say it's the, um, obligatory, I'm going to hit my finisher on you, but you're too close to the ropes, which, which is what I thought happened when she hit the pop rocks on Lyra the first time. Oh, she'll be able to reach up for the rope. And that's how we're going to continue this thing. And Roxanne got really close and maybe she doesn't make it because of that kind of a thing, whatever. But instead, Lola Vice music hits and she comes out and I I think Tatum was under the ring, but they didn't get her coming out of the, uh, under the ring. They did not. So, yeah, I don't know she, if that was intentional or not. Like, I don't, I don't know. know. But she stopped Lola and uh, they fought over the little, um, uh, the at a glance, as you call I it. Sure did. And Lola Vice kicked her in the head. And then Tatum waited around for her big moment later in the match because Lola came down with a referee and then have handed her contract to another referee who started the match as a triple threat. And, and Roxanne justifiably was like, no, don't do this. Don't do this. I've got her. I'm going to beat her. It's going to be great. 
uh, and then Lola catch, cashes in. Um, Roxanne was not hurt. No. Not in any way. This was also really fairly early in the match. Like what, Yeah, they six, were. We barely even in? said on commentary. He was great tonight, genuinely. He was so good. Like, he he's, was so good. He's really, really good at this. And that's not yeah. just like the disparity between him and Booker. Like he's just yeah. very, very good at this. Um, yeah. He said like, I don't like the execution of that. I would wait until they're both essentially like more gassed out. Like I would wait till deeper in the match. Um, and I, I appreciated him calling that out because I had that thought too. But uh, I guess the counter argument is like there were a couple of near falls. So like maybe the match wouldn't be lasting that long. But it I was then not as surprised by the ending because the heel wasn't taking advantage of anything here right. at all. Yeah, so she started the triple threat. Now, Lyra had just taken a finisher, but it was early in the match, which is why I knew the match wasn't ending now. If it had been 12 minutes in, I would be like, okay, maybe this is... But but Roxanne wasn't tired yet and had taken very little actual damage. Lyra just took a finisher, but you knew she wasn't getting pinned by it. So for, for, Rock, for Lola to cash in now, I see people trying to be like, well, Seth Rollins cashed in, made a triple threat. In Mania 31, everyone thinks it's the greatest cash-in of all time. Well, yeah, because Brock and Roman had been beating the absolute crap out of each other for like 15 straight minutes. And when, when Seth came in, you knew he had the absolute advantage because he's fresh. Those Neither guy is. They're both taking a ton of damage. It was the perfect time to take advantage of that fact. Lola came in. If you're going to do it like this, hell, do it before the first bell rings. Like, yeah. if you're going to do it this early. So, also, now, she's a heel. I, so, she should be waiting till the most devious of moments. I will say, I thought that the triple threat was really well done once it started. I thought yes. Lola, Lola did a really good job. It, sh it showed that she actually belongs in this kind of conversation. Um, uh, Roxanne was great. I loved Lyra getting taken out immediately by one of those kicks. And that was just Roxanne versus, versus Lola. My, my fear through all of this was they were going to have whoever won pin Roxanne. And I was like, you just can't do that to her. Not after all of this, please, 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 please don't do that to Roxanne. Um, but I really liked the way everything came out, um, until the very end. When Tatum Paxley miraculously recovers five minutes after being kicked in the face and runs across the ring to take out um, Roxanne so that Lyra can pin Lola and retain her title. Um, I just didn't like the way that felt. I feel like I'd much rather have Roxanne hit the pop rocks and Lyra run in and shit Canada to the outside and get the pin on Lola because Lyra's desperate to retain her title. That doesn't make her a heel. She wants to win the damn title. I always am in favor of the people within the actual match deciding the match as opposed to somebody who's on the outside. Just if I never see somebody on the outside decide another match, I won't mind. Honestly, yeah. I don't never have to see it again. The good in it is, one, it feels like we're headed toward a Roxanne heel turn or her becoming unhinged. And this is another situation where she didn't yeah. really lose it, right? Like, this is 
there's a story there of I didn't really lose it in the ladder match. I didn't really lose it here. Like the idea that she could have won it one on one quite possibly, but then between Tater Paxley and um, Lola Cash again, it's like she's stifled again. The other thing that's good about this is it does, if you want to, there's a story there that you could very easily set up a rematch of Lola and Lyra if you wanted to. Um, I, I think that's kind of fun because Lyra, Lyra at no point has wanted Tatum Paxley to interfere on her behalf. So they could um, have her banned from ringside and she sneaks in, which I wouldn't like, but it does say it, it's kind of counterintuitive to the fact that she cashed in on triple threat, but you could well, do a return shot because it didn't go the way that it was kind of supposed to. You're right in that the rest of the match was laid out pretty well up until that time as well. Like I, I think all of them did a really, really good job. Roxanne continues to shine. It does feel like they're steering back toward the prodigy story a little bit more and away from the, I have anxiety. Um, <laughs> like that was just her only character trait for so long. Came out in the red jacket. The video package was great going into this. Uh, I was also just laughing because Lyra had the purple feathers and they kept peeling off. Mm -hmm. So there were purple feathers all <laughs> over the ring, which mm -hmm. was just silly. Uh, but all three women did really well. Lyra's strengths are almost entirely in ring. Uh, Roxanne is is great in the ring as well. Lola Vice looking better and better with each rep. She looked great in there. So um, mm. this is it was overbooked, but it's not overbooked to the point where it was so nonsensical. They have nowhere logical to go. Pretty much everybody emerges right. with something logical to take away. So I mean, that's pretty good. You mentioned this whole thing with Tatum. Like this might be the first time that Lyra's like. Actually, thank you. Yes. Um, my 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 tail was really in doubt there. I had both of these women um, had a, like, and I they could have pinned each other. Like I needed to figure out a way to get the victory, or I was going to lose my title. So thank you. But you're going to need to tell me what this is all about, because like thank you, but also you're still you're freaking me out. So yeah. please tell me what this is about, and maybe that gives them the reason to have Tatum actually tell us what the hell's going on because they still haven't done that. Also, I like that we immediately got Roxanne and Lola brawling. The one she blames is not Tatum. The one she blames is Lola because she thinks she had Lyra beat and Lola came in to cash in when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And Lola didn't even get a title out of it. So, like, you ruined my title. Me getting my title back for nothing. So, Lola versus um, Roxanne is a great thing to come out of this as well. I just selfishly hope that that happens very soon. 
so that if we get Bailey, Dakota, and Blank versus sure. EO and uh, the Kabuki Warriors at Elimination Chimba, mm-hmm. the Blank in the Babyface team could be Roxanne Perez. Just That's just my hope, uh, and I, I want the things that I hope for to come sure. true. I would love that, but Alex, I don't know if I would put money on that. Well, I don't know. Would you? You know, I, I don't know because right now I am ill-informed mm. on such a thing. But if I was going to put money down, I would mm. seek counsel the same way that Cody Rhodes sought counsel in The Rock. But hopefully my counsel would not lead me astray because it is very reliable, mm. has the earliest opening betting odds. Mm-hmm. Bet online is where I would go. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful, here to tell you about Bet Online AG. The highest credit card acceptance industry-wide, 25-plus year track record, safe and secure online environments, payouts in minutes, the fastest in the industry. You can bet big with their high limits and rebet functionality, the earliest line so odds open before the competition, the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit, and we're talking on everything. Wrestling, they got it. MMA, they got it. Boxing, they got it. But hey, you know what? I know we're fightful. We don't just live for that. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, racing, esports, anything you can think of. Not only that, this is exclusively where Fightful gets our lines from. If you hear us talking about lines on a prediction show or on our our post shows, it is always from Bet Online AG. Please bet responsibly and only bet what you can. BetOnline.ag. Well, says, did BetOnline have odds for how pissed everyone was going to be after Friday? I don't think so, but I'm pretty sure the betting line was holding pretty strong. I'll say this. I uh, asked Sean, because we got, so it was three hours on Friday if you weren't playing along with us. Um and Sean joined at the top of the show. Alex came out of the bullpen as a fresh arm later in the show, which I very much appreciated. I asked him, like, I figured things were going to be heightened and that people mm-hmm. were going to be upset about it. I was like, did you think it was going to be like a three hours of Super Chats level of this? And he said, no, I, I didn't think I didn't see that coming, basically. Um, and I, I was in the same boat where it's so funny because we've we've been asking for the Rock and Roman in a sense. So I didn't think people were going to be so pissed. But I really think because they had Cody win rumble to then do this. Uh, we, we really got inundated. So um, odds were much higher than I think they would have been, but who am I to say that's what Ben online is for, but I don't think that was one of the things that they had uh, a line on. Yeah. I don't think they had that one. No. Um, but... <clears throat> Shabugan. Says, I don't watch this product at all. Is Lola Vice's gimmick that she's the dumbest person alive and can't figure out the best way to win? <laughs> it might have been better if she hadn't turned on her best friend that she was just pretending to be best friends with until after she was going to cash in. Like, now that I'm the champion, I don't need you anymore. Goodbye. Because maybe Electra Lopez could have won a little interference on, um, on old Tatum. Tater. Sure. Maybe that. Also, maybe cash in once both women are hurt. Or how about this? Cash in after one of them wins as opposed to during the match. I mean, listen. Yeah, it's tough. Um, But uh, Joseph Kirai says the crowd was so behind Roxanne tonight 
as a huge fan of hers. I want her to win every title match she's in. I, 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 I still don't understand what they did to her. I, I don't at all. We'll see uh, how that goes. All right. <clears throat> so black screen, just some, some title cards that come up as you hear the sound of hard soled shoes walking with a lot of reverb. Man has three faces. One the world sees, one his family sees, and the real one no one sees but reflects the evil he truly possesses. Uh, Line Drive says, my only guess is the three fresh faces is it Yan Shati's? But it's only because I can't remember when Wendy Chu got hurt. Dragon Chu is back! Dragon Chu! Dragon Chu! Dragon Chu! Dragon Chu! Um, so you have old dragon lady. Yeah. You have sleepy head. Yeah. Yes. Who's the third? Well, no, Just no, carry no. you. Tian Sha, which would be, um, she would be the evilest one. The the one that every world sees maybe would be Boa. The one his family sees because that's uh, his dead dad. Is uh, what's what's the kid's name? Oh, what was, what was the kid's name? Dante Chen. Dante Chen. Mer they were doing makeup on each other like three months ago, and they never actually paid that off. That's they were like, right. They were oh, backstage. Com I thought when you said Dragon Shoe, I thought you meant Dragon Lady, Sleepy mm -hmm. Wendy, and that there would no, be a third I persona. Could I maybe just be Karen Q. Just yeah. Karen Q. Yeah, Karen Q. That would yes. be nice. I miss her. I miss Wendy Chu. She's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Shabugan says, I assume NXT teaser The Rock is coming in to steal the title from Dragonoff. Obviously. Obviously, he, do, he does have that three faces thing, though. You know what I mean? Like one the world sees, one his family <laughs> sees, and the one that reflects the evil intent. Why did you screw over Cody Rock? I'm kidding. Um, um, Ryan Chikini says there's no way it involves AJPW, All Japan. I don't um, know. I don't know. I've given um, it's February 4th. We've had like six scandals. I just, I give up. So yeah, I have yeah. no idea. I don't know what's going on in wrestling anymore. I just want to watch people beat each other up. Yeah. yeah. Um, bonus baby. This is a, this is a, this is an old joke from over a year ago where we wanted <laughs> Wendy Chu, the, the lovable character who falls asleep a lot of places to meld with her old character, which was a 5,000 year old dragon lady who breathed fire. So we wanted her to be dragon Chu. That was. Yeah. And I appreciate it because we actually do have Blue Chew as a as a segue tonight. Oh, but yeah. I, I wouldn't want to play sponsorship read so quickly back to back. That would Is your sex life stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call up with bluechew.com and the code FIFL. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but how about this? No awkward in-person visits, no trips to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you. Your package is not going to be discreet when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Helps to give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Go straight to the top, if you know what I mean. Memorable performance. High spot, you know, whatever other innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code Fightful. 
You got him. Zazing. Mm. Okay. Um. <clears throat> oh, wait, is there another one that you're supposed to do later? Yeah, wait. but that one's special, so I don't want to. Okay, 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 okay good. I just want to make sure you didn't forget. You asked me and Louise to remind you. I did. Okay. I did. But that one, right. that that deserves its own spotlight. Right. Um, Carolina says, I've seen people suggest that this could be Bo Dallas. To be honest, it piqued my interest. Like, I mean, I, I don't know if I want to see, see Uncle Howdy exactly, but like those the the sound of those those boots did sound like the boots Uncle Howdy wore. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I would like for them to use him. That would be nice. I would like for them to use him if they signed him. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, you know who is going to be uh, used uh, forever? And ever and ever is Obafemi, because he's really young and he's the greatest thing in the world. So, he, um, absolute twenty-two to twenty-five-year-old phenom. <laughs> he is some somewhere shy of a quarter of a century in age, and my God, he is definitely in his early to mid twenties and a yeah. star. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Sincerely, uh, though, this is what he he and Dragon Lee were so good together. He's yeah, man. He's he's really special. Um, this is way up at the top of my super heavyweights versus cruiserweights list. Like it's way up near the top. If it, like sure. it's right up there because he sold so well for. It's, listen, it's Dragon Lee. Like I don't. I feel like he's not really a cruiserweight because that dude hits like a truck. But he's so damn skilled. All the, the the way he was able to like reverse so much of what Obafem was trying to do to him right from the beginning. And because Oba's a tank, you could do whatever you want to to this dude and nothing's going to hurt him. So he had a double stomp to the face off the top rope, a double stomp to the face, to the face. And, and he's like, I'll get back up again. Like this, some really, really good stuff. Um, yeah, he's uh he's throwing um uh he did the 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 slip under and then the running power bomb to Obafemi, but you can't keep Obafemi down. You can't do it. And eventually he's gonna reach up with that giant bear paw of his, smack you in the chest when you're running on the apron, shot put you across the ring, pop up power bomb you, and you are done, son. That's it. You're not getting up. I love Obafemi. I love that they started out his his title reign proper in this way, saying that this great, great competitor who's a SmackDown, he's listed on the SmackDown roster. He's a SmackDown guy. He's going right back to SmackDown after he loses this match. Like, that's a main roster dude who will be presented really well when he gets back up there. Gave his absolute best to try and win back the title that, that he got taken from him, and he couldn't beat him. Like, that's an amazing way to start off Obafemi. And now I think we get Obafemi just murking fools. Yeah, I you think we step have to. Up, just, just putting them down. Great stuff, man. Great stuff. Um, Corey, Corey David said that Obafemi is the future and Trick is a star. We're going to talk about that, too, at the end of the night. But um, what I, I can't... I'm always so impressed because... I actually felt this way about Ronda Rousey in her first run. Mm -hmm. I thought, man, for someone who 
did this for real and is was a legit badass in UFC. Mm-hmm. Her selling, I thought, was really incredible considering how much she dealt with the actual <laughs> version of it. I'm always so impressed with someone this young to this manages to grasp the psychology. I mean, this was a lot of Dragon Lee, honestly. Like, he was doing some really clever countering, to your mm-hmm. point. But, like, to to understand the selling and the facial expressions and the pacing and stuff this early in their career uh, is, is really impressive. And to your point, I love that somebody that is going to be a main roster stronghold gave this fight to him and lost because it kind of gives permission for the rest of the roster to get eaten alive a little bit. Like he should yeet Lexus King uh-huh. back into respecting women. As far as I'm concerned, like he should, he should, he should be tearing through guys. Um, and this kind of, uh, this is the booking that I like to see. This is when we are like, HBK should go to jail for this. It's not this. This stuff I love because it, it gives permission for that aspect of it. Um, and that makes me really happy until he runs into Dijak. Or until he runs into Baron Corbin, who gets some wins after splitting with Braun Breaker or whatever. Like, okay. I, I think it's really good to um, do that, especially with a title like this, because his defenses can just be squashes, almost like the Miro trajectory of what yeah. was DNA, where he was just ripping through dudes until he wasn't, ripping du- through dudes until he wasn't. Like, there's some really fun stuff you can do. Really, really special guy. Really special guy is Obafemi. Um, I really actually appreciate because he showed up. He was shot put in couches. We were like, that dude rules. And then he went away. And we were like, where'd he go? That guy rocked. Um, they were obviously doing a lot of work with him. And he was obviously working his ass off because it paid off here tonight. Uh, and and what do you even say about Dragon Lee? Like, um, really the perfect dance partner for A, someone so young, B, someone of that size and um, I just love that, to your point, he's a really hard-hitting luchador, so it wasn't like, oh, I just escaped it and I'm doing cool stuff off the top rope. Like It looks like he's capable of making an impact when he hits someone, but Obafemi is just too damn much of a force, and that's a really fun story to tell, and it's something that um, makes sense on a return shot of a title win as well. Like This was really, really fun aces for me i'm very excited about what Obaham femi holds for the future here yeah um i can't say enough things about uh him um for like now and in the future uh dragon lee as well like just said let's go out there um i'm gonna hit you as hard as i can you're gonna shrug it off you're gonna look like a trillion dollars like it's 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 really really great stuff uh, I'm, I'm 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 very excited for this and also Look, um, Dragon Lee belongs on the main roster, anchoring the the good half of the LWO. That's what he. That's where he belongs. There, he's already got a story made, ready made for him to step in and and do that. I think that's awesome. Um, and like, I would look forward to him versus Santos starting that feud up again because they're really great together. So Dragon Lee is twenty eight years old, by the way, mm. um, and he. So he is either only three or (laughs) five or six years older than him. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll never know. Uh, But he just is is such a um, aware wrestler of what his job to do is. And I I appreciate that someone 
I mean, he's extremely experienced for someone that's 28 years old. Uh, but let's, he looked like such a veteran in there. Let's not forget that he's just at the beginning of probably the prime of his career as well. Um, it did a really good job in there tonight. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, he's so damn good. Um, and uh, has been for years and years and years. Since long before he was knee-high to an Obafemi. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently, officially, Obafemi is uh, 25 and will be 26 at the end of April. So I go by uh, what his mom says. The mamas know. The mamas, the mamas know and they the don't mom. lie. Yeah, so there you go. Um, uh, Ava is going to Ava Ava's Ava's going to have a huge announcement, I think. Is I think what this was 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 her <clears throat> she's it's she has a Tony Khan graphic, man. Ava yeah. Rain has a I'm sorry, just yeah. Ava has a yeah. huge announcement. Yeah. Um, she's so, yeah, she wants to, she wants to, she's bringing in people, obviously this, this other, this other person. So we'll see what we do with, uh, where NXT, I think their big signings just be people from the main roster who aren't doing anything right now. (laughs) Well, I do, I do like this. The creative around Ava has been weird. Um, Mm -hmm. she is young and growing, so it hasn't been the most comfortable transition for her. But what I do like is that she's like, hey, I'm in the GM fight. I'm not going to get shown up. I, I really appreciated right. that. I'm mm-hmm. not going to get shown up by um, Aldis and Pierce. I've got I've got some punches to throw myself. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that they did that with her because I felt like I, I wonder what the job interview process is like. It, it mm-hmm. made me concerned that cult leader sidekick gal would now just be the mm-hmm. GM. Felt very jarring. Uh, but I do like that she was like, I've, I've got some tricks up my sleeve too. I, yeah. I really did appreciate that. So um, hopefully they give her something to work with and we get to see growth and improvement there. It also sounded like based on FaithfulSelect.com, William mm-hmm. Regal might still be peripherally in the picture mm-hmm. and who better to uh, be under the learning tree of than, than that right. guy as far as an on-screen authority figure goes. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully we get to see... Uh, bigger and better things for Ava Rain as well. Yeah. Corey David reminding us Oba for me is back by destiny. It was foretold. That's right. Um yeah, I love that guy. Um he rules. Uh he's he's just great. Uh he also has cut a promo afterwards saying he will be the North American champion forever. And I think that's true. <clears throat> I don't think he's ever I think it's leave. true too. I just want to address this Rock Hard Joel Wood. Kate, why do you think the video of NXT is Julia when the first line is a man who has three faces, because I would like to think that we don't have to be so literally translated as to that that can't be a human. Well, it might you, not be her, but... You would like to think that, but this is WWE that we're thinking about here, and I wonder if they would pick that phrase for a woman since it says he a bunch of times. If they want you to think it's them. Okada... Maybe. <laughs> <coughs> what a swerve. Um, Maybe they do. Yeah. <clears throat> Shabugan says, if you ever want to see unfettered Dragon Lee, go find Dragon Lee versus Will Ospreay at Dominion. The best, craziest dime in history. I'll do one better, says Luis. Dragon Lee versus Hiromu Takahashi. Yeah, Dragon Lee has been doing amazing stuff all over the world for years and years and years and years. He's great. Okay. He's incredible. So, after backstage, in the trainer's room, they're checking out Mello. He's like, "Man, why did you? 
Why'd you push me out of the way and take that spear? I had to, I had to protect you. <clears throat> I had to protect you and keep you 100% for your match for Zillia tonight. I had to do it. <clears throat> yeah, we didn't win the with house, but you're going to go out there and you're going to beat Ilya. Says, um, I know. I know. You want to go out there and do it yourself? No. No, 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 says Trick. This time, I need my brother with me. So that when I win, you could be there with me and I could share that moment with you. And Carmelo's like, great. This was definitely not what I expected. <clears throat> so how do we go from this to what happens at the end of the show? Because I don't know. The match, of course, between Ilya and Trick is great. It's great until it until they added they started to add crap to it. Just don't add crap to things. Let's let them be great. Just let it just let because Trick has improved so much, so much. Like you were talking about most improved. That, that guy might be the most improved I've ever seen. Because we were watching when he had his first match, and Lord Almighty. That dude was green. Kermit the Frog. Can't hope to be as green. He was this. That dude was green. He was very. He, he was, is no longer green. Very green. He has. He has gotten so much better. And it okay. was almost um, an issue because of how much it was taking off from the promo side of things. Like, there's a really tricky thing in wrestling, and it's nobody's fault, um, I don't think. But, like, if somebody catches fire the way that he was starting to as, like, the Carmelo sidekick role, and people are hot for it, but the rest of your presentation and ring prep, whatever, isn't there, you're in this very weird middle ground because you do not want to let go of that momentum. Organic momentum like that is lightning in a bottle. But he just, his in-ring wasn't ready there. But they found a way to sustain it. Good for him. Uh, he put in a ton of work because he is a different guy than who we saw at the beginning of NXT. This is like the only really rewarding part of reviewing NXT because the creative is never for us. Yeah. It's when we get to see the Tiffany Strattons and the Creeds of the world, Creed Brothers mm -hmm. of the world, and people like Trick um, grow leaps and bounds in a very short amount of time. Obafemi's his own example. Um, that's like the really fun part of this. Uh, and we're going to talk about what, what happened in this main event. But um, Alex, I'm so thankful I work with you because I, I feel like I'm never worried about lending a voice to something. Oh, okay. Good. But phew, if I needed to, I would go to hookedinvoiceovers.com or hooked in voice on Twitter. I should probably update this so that there's an X there. But our own Matthew Hooks, who is a wonderful sponsor of this show, uh, Works with international and national brands, uh, doing incredible voiceover work. He also does more than just the voice recording aspect of it. He works on the editing end of this, but he has worked with some of the most reputable brands in the world. And if you have voiceover needs, there's nobody we would recommend more than Matthew Hooks. If international and national brands are trusting Matthew Hooks, who are you not to? Head over to hookedinvoiceovers.com or follow Matthew Hooks on hooked in voice or email him right here but a wonderful supporter of the show a wonderful supporter of fightful he also supported the fightful awards which we appreciate so thank you for deepening your investment in us matthew hooks we appreciate it but sincerely um we always vet our sponsors beforehand 
whether there are other podcasts, we want to make sure that they are in line with the values that we have at Fightful. Um, we don't want to ever platform someone's work if they aren't uh, either morally or ethically or professionally in line with what our own standards are. And I went out and checked out Matthew Hooks' stuff before we ever invoiced him, and he's great. So in a world where we have no fun and have never done a single voice, thank God we have the outlet for Matthew Hooks. Yeah. <clears throat> um, no. Obviously, he's going to cut the pro the, the promo after this. Um, Carmelo Hayes on Tuesday will cut a promo saying it's all you people. You you chose trick over me. You forgot who I was, that I am him, and all this stuff. See, I understand the jealousy being the overall reason for him attacking trick back in October, but playing coy for now. Four months. Four, three four months, months. Three and a half months playing coy. And playing coy during the match tonight. Um, uh, doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, yes, I do think upon second viewing of it, when he, when both guys are outside the ring and he very oddly steps up to, to Dragunov and puts his body between Dragunov and Trick, and then takes a wild swing at Trick, where if Trick, sorry, a wild swing at Dragonov, where if Dragonov doesn't duck, he gets Trick disqualified. Um, that he intentionally swung high, knowing that Dragonov would shove him and he could throw his body and do an uh, a um, inadvertent uh, chop block to the back of Trick's knee. Okay, he is really emoting. Out there on on the on the outside, a lot really of feeling. worried, really trying really hard for everybody to understand how much he really needs his his brother to win this match. Very very sorry that he accidentally hit him. Oh my god! If what I did like leads to him losing, I will feel so bad about myself. Um, and then Trick and and Ilya, um have a, a a a pretty good match except for the ref bump just i just hate ref bumps i just hate them i just i nothing i hate more than a ref bump it's not uh, good when your live crowd starts counting knowing it's going to be longer yeah. than three you know what i mean like the whole crowd is counting along because they're so used to ref bumps that they know exactly where this is going yeah. and it's not like it grew in volume everyone from the onset was like right i know what this is because we've done it so many times before mm -hmm. i'm also exhausted on ref bumps and it's because they also happen all over all the wrestling we watch so yeah. even if it happens once every two months at nxt which i think it happens more frequently than that mm -hmm. we just see so many of them because they happen <laughs> <laughs> on the main awesome. roster at AEW awesome. all the time, yeah. So um, the the ref bump allows for a, a second ref to run down, and the, the the crowd counts, I think, to eight when he uh, hits hits him with the with the um, with the knee mm -hmm. uh, with the trick knee, which I love that that's a name for for his yeah. his move there. Uh, and uh, so he would have lost, but he can't, he can't, he kicks out when the second ref shows up. So um, the, back and forth, heavy hitting. Really hard, brutal stuff. There was a, I think it was supposed to be like a rock bottom from the apron that that just Dragunov just didn't take. 
He just yes. came down really awkwardly on his ankle, and I was like, oh, my God, if he broke his leg there. That would be horrible. Um, but the match is brutal throughout, beating the hell out of each other, and it comes down to I'm going to run across the ring and, and try and knee you in the face, and you're going to run across the ring and try to headbutt me in the face. Should we go on three? Okay, let's let's agree to both go on three. One, two, three, and they run, and a headbutt beats knee like rock uh, smashes <laughs> scissors. Headbutt beats knee, and uh, the headbutt won. The rock beats everything, my friend, including Cody Rhodes. But um... so um, I, Dragonov winning is uh, is a, probably a good call here. Um, I love Dragonov. Um, and, uh, he doesn't need to move on cause he's, we're doing this for a while. So, um, trick Milo gets in the ring and consoles trick. Um, and you know, talks about, um, you know, you're my boy, you're my brother. You'll always be my brother. I've always got your back. You came so close. I'm so proud of you. You say you came so close. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I, I, I have to make sure I say this to your face before I walk, turn around behind you, and then give you another chop block, and then go get a chair, and then wail on your knee 17 times. Um, and uh, just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the, like, if, if, if Trick wins, does he do this? Because the answer better be fucking yes. Because then... You're you're gonna get a match with the guy anyway, so um, when you turn on him, obviously you're smart enough to know you're gonna have a match with him. So turn on him when he's the champ, and then get a title match from him and prove you're better than this guy who was always your sidekick. Why did everybody forget I was the one who brought him in here? He's not as good as me. If I get a match for him, for him one on one with the title on the line, of course I'm gonna beat him. I am him. I'm Carmelo Hayes. I would think attacking him after he won made more sense than attacking him after he lost. How dare you lose? It just seemed seemed odd. It didn't. I don't understand why there was all this subterfuge through the entire day today. Um, it was always it's just to swerve us. I understand, but then I would ask the the actor playing the character, why are you doing this, this, and this, and this? Is to throw off throw throw whom off the scent? the audience because that's that can't be the the answer it's just weird if you know you want your outcome to be if you know you want your outcome to be dragon off retains baron and Braun win the dusty classic and the motive is jealousy i don't understand why carmelo doesn't just lose the tag match right um dragon off retains and the reason carmelo is pissed is because he was so um, he didn't even care about the tag match because he was so focused or whatever, or like it was his fault for losing the tag match. And now every time that Carmelo tries to get gold, it, like because basically like, ever since Trick has been on the rise, right, and won his North American title and whatever, um, now Carmelo can't win gold to save his life or something like that. Like that. If that if more Trick, fun. if Trick was his heart wasn't in the tag match. And he and like there was a specific moment where like Carmel like, went to no, tag for him and he's and he like wasn't there or he's distracted yeah. and he's not there because he's thinking about something else and it's like because Car because Trick lost them the tag team title match that he got them in the tournament for not title match but whatever 
the tournament finals. Maybe then, but like he specifically pushed Trick out of the way to take the brunt of the spear, knowing that he himself was the legal man and would be pinned. That does not speak to, I really want to win these tag titles with you. It's fine. It's wrestling. It's whatever. Now, here's what I think we're going to do. We're going to get, I think, Trick and Mello one-on-one, or at least they're going to book it as the main event of whatever gets roadblock, right? The match doesn't go to a real finish because, of course, it doesn't. It's WWE. But this leaves them wide, both wide open for them to now have at standard deliver as throwback uh, tells us. And I think it's basically exactly what I would have, uh, what I would have pitched myself because of this. We will see at standard deliver a triple threat match for the NXT title. Williams versus trick versus mellow versus dragon trick pins mellow. And this is the best way to send both Ilya and mellow to the main roster. Long-term booking. I, I really love that for the for the main event of Send and Deliver. I don't know who else you would have face Dragonov at this point. They can build somebody else. They've got two months, but right now there's nobody waiting in the wings. Where I'm like, yeah, we got to do that one. That's your big. Like this has been a very long storyline. The fact that Melo tried to rope Dragonov into it by blaming Dragonov for the original attack. Like Dragonov must not like that either. They, they've both guys have had really long-standing rivalries with Dragonov. A triple threat match, a stand and deliver, where Mello gets pinned by Trick, I think is the only way to really do it. I'm looking forward to that match because it'll be great. It'll be a major, major story match. Trick winning it and staying in, in NXT as the champion while Mello goes to one show and Ilya goes to another show. I think separate shows would be good for them coming out of this very long feud in NXT. I think that's the best way to handle all of this. Um, I think that you try and do the grudge match one-on-one, but it never really gets cooking because of the animosity and also Mello like jumping the guardrail and running away. Uh, my notes said, because I, I had the, the same thought there, my notes just said they better effing send up Dragunov if they do that because his entire title reign has been about that sure. story. Yeah. Yeah. So you better. You better. Um, but I, I don't hate that. I, I think that's a really good way to go. I think it capitalizes on the momentum that Trick has. It feels like he's ready. Um, and I, I don't hate that. That feels like a really good stand and deliver made event for, for everything that they have going on right now. Um, but that does make this like a, it's already a long story. I'm so glad something finally moved forward with it. And I will say, well, the execution of what was being told, I felt was clumsy. Carmelo was just like the most natural talker they've had in a really long time. Like maybe since, since Adam Copeland, um, like he just, he always navigates what he can to the best of his ability and his ability is very high. So even in a sea of what can feel like nonsensical creative to me, um, he does an excellent job of the way that he goes about things. I personally love Carmelo as a heel. So I'm excited that he's a heel. But the other problem with this, like jealousy motivation, is like he's getting main roster shots. So if you're right, it, it's yeah, it's no. a very weird thing to like have. If, like if I'm Trick so mad you're r- more over than me in NXT when he's on SmackDown. If Trick was in the Rumble and Melo wasn't, a lot more sense. yeah, that's a, that's a thing. If you have Trick be in these 
obviously I wouldn't do that because I don't like guys doing double duty. Um, at least we have Mellow coming up in, in, in April. But I wouldn't love to have but if you had Trick in that in that tournament that he lost to KO, like Mellow getting pissed that Me- that Trick is getting all these shots makes a lot more makes a lot of sense. Um also yeah. shout out to Wade Barrett for filling in on the uh whoop that trick the intersplice beats mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Booker T always yes. does. <laughs> I was yep. very impressed it, um it, by how it shines a light on how ridiculous it is when Booker does them, when you have another guy do it. And yes. it is it is ridiculous. Um it, it is it's, it's always been ridiculous. Um Hamancito Gomez reminding us that uh Melo was wearing the same open jacket that HBK had on when he turned on Janetti. Um if you want this it's a it's a it's a it's a zippered black jacket unzipped all the way down to the bottom, uh, but still t- attached to the bottom. It's a he can't not book himself. Uh, I was going to say the best hits volume two, I guess the uh, issue just came out, but uh, little yeah. nods like that. I actually, mm-hmm. I actually appreciate. I like this. Ian R says, dare I say Mello whooped that trick. Ooh. Um, you're not wrong. And that's actually, that's actually what uh, Mello said when he was walking backstage, carrying the d- destroyed chair. Someone ran up to him and says, do you have anything to say? He holds up the chair and he goes, whooped he walks away that, that rules. Was, that, that's his backstage little thing so i All didn't right, see fine. that that's awesome cool um uh so that's good right we're good that is. that's the show we've that's got a lot show. more chats though we do jw pringle says the sgs one thousand strong we had a thousand people watching tonight that was really cool thanks guys we did thank you so um, much Welcome new kids from JW Pringle. Um, Ian R asking, did, did Alex pick this shirt simply to confuse Kate? <laughs> it no. worked. I don't get it. I know what it's referencing, but I don't it's know the, why. It's the Beatles. It's I get this, that, it's, but it's, it's, Homer, it's Homer, Homer Simpson. And, and his and his three best friends, just like the Beatles. <sighs> okay. Um, so uh yeah, um Louis says maybe Dijak is extra the title. I think. Dijak gets a title shot versus uh, Dragunov at the little named Tuesday deal. Probably yes, that makes sense. <laughs> Roadblock, and it'll be a great match, and, and Dragunov will win, probably because uh, Gacy costs uh, Dijak. <sighs> probably. Listen, I'm just telling you what they're probably going to do because I've watched the show a lot. I know um, you know what it was. Dragonoff and Dijak was so good with the last man standing match; like it, it was absurd how good that match yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I, the idea of anything less than like a clean bout between the two of them feels like a bummer. But you're you're right, and that's yeah. uh, throwback nine. Throwback says Wade and Vic never lost a beat. Made the show killer. They were great together. The, honestly, listen, guys, this team tonight should be the calling SmackDown every week. Yes. Let Corey cut his teeth as a play-by-play guy and lose all of his smarmy heel tendencies as a commentator in NXT. Agreed. Also, if Corey Graves can handle Booker T, then he's a guy you need to keep around for a long time. <coughs> because that's going to be really hard for him. But I think I think Vic Joseph has long proved that he can be a top commentator in this company. Beyond. Beyond. And I, I agree. They... 
the two of them had a nice flow too. Like individually, they're both great. And then together, there's just like a, they have a familiar chemistry too. They'd been doing that together for a while. Uh, but I was very impressed how Wade Bear jumped back in without missing a beat. Like he was, he was really right there on everything tonight. Really good stuff. Made it much more watchable, truly. Uh, Shabugan saying NXT roads block rock versus dragon off code referees. Um, uh, Shabugan says, someone check on TK. He's posting again. He's posting through it. <laughs> um, I've mostly just seen silly gifts. So God bless them. They are very silly. Um, <clears throat> love for boost says Lexus King talking about, I'm not Pillman jr. Uh, also stalking a coworker across state lines. So they're basically doing the same shtick they did with Pillman Jr. Well, he didn't have a gun, so that's progress, says Love for Boost. I, I guess so, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jay Miller is saying uh, with this Rossi news that uh, NXT Japan could be back on because EO and Julia are close with Rossi. Uh, and, uh, honestly, I don't know if enough about it, but um, if I'd have to say we have to wait for all investigations to go through, including the feds. The, yeah, the, like the Fed, the Fed, being investigated by the Feds. You have to wait and to see see who's who's still breathing after that's over. Um, Alex Ramirez saying that I just learned that get the flick out of here is dead. R.I.P. But, but you want to tell the people but, the good news. Uh, we're starting a, a thing on Select uh, as part of the Sour Graps family of podcasts. Uh, which is called This Is Cinema, where um, where we determine if uh, movies starring uh, wrestlers are, in fact, cinema or if they are not cinema. Um, and the next one we're going to be doing uh, this week is No Holds Barred, the original WWE movie. Back when it was a WWF movie, uh, it is it's horrible. And so <laughs> it'll be a lot of fun. Um, so uh, that'll be we're, we're doing that this week. So you're you're uh, you'll we'll, we'll let you know. Um, uh, okay, more stuff here about um, rock and stuff. Shabugan says, "Can we talk about the fact that Rock got booed every time he was on screen at Vengeance Day, and there was a We Want Cody sign?" Um, and Shabugan says, "Apropos of nothing, NXT let in a We Want Cody versus Roman sign." to the uh, event, and it had it on camera. I genuinely think they're shifting gears. I wonder if... These were always the gears? Th this was always it, because they wanted... Somehow they thought Cody wasn't over enough that they had to do this crap? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. It's really weird, because... It's very weird to... <laughs> to swerve with something else that is a blockbuster main event that people have wanted they just didn't want it in this way um but it, i i can't say that that as like as far as like a conspiracy theory is is out of bounds in any way like mm -hmm. that this is the most i've rooted for cody to be honest like this is the most i've been like just give the guy the, the freaking title already yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, I'm seeing people who say that they'd like to see Cody challenge Ilya because we already saw Charlotte used her Royal Rumble to challenge Rhea a few years ago. C Cody Rhodes challenging Ilya. I mean, that's the mad Russian versus Captain America. 
I honestly feel like when Relia gets called up, they do that type that do that that program anyway. Yes, so, very, very, very um, likely. So maybe they'll do it then. Uh, Alex Smith saying, with the main events being Rock versus Roman and Seth versus Cody, where does that leave the winner of the men's chamber? I honestly think they're doing the chamber for the U.S. title. I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to use the chamber to pick the women's challenger for Rhea, for the women, and use the the chamber to defend the U.S. title. I think Logan is in the chamber, and the rest of them are in there, and they do a, a thing for the U.S. title. Could be a tag chamber thing too, uh, because I, that feels like the one with the least direction where they could grant something. Uh, no. In in my opinion, because I feel like Logan Paul in a massive ladder match at Mania itself might be the way to go with that. Um, right. And I actually really like the tag chambers. I feel like those have been fun. So. Um, it all depends on who is in the tag chambers, to me, and who wins. Because if Awesome mm-hmm. Truth wins, I'll puke. Uh, Shibugan says, I don't don't think they planned this, but the palace entry keeps something else in all caps off the front page, especially if this comes to a head on Thursday. They're going to try as hard as they can to make sure nobody is talking about that on Thursday and for as long as possible. People can write multiple stories, and also business publications don't give a shit about Cody Rhodes. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) but like the Wall Street Journal isn't like, man, this is rough. Like the the publications that are going to be breaking the news about the scandal and the business side of this don't care. They just don't yeah. care. Also, Cyclo brings up a good point. They're not doing the tag belts for the t- in the chamber because oh, Finn, duh, that's right, Finn yeah. and Damien are facing the winner of our um, truth and and the Miz, who are definitely winning the four way tomorrow, versus uh, Pete D- Pete Dunn and um, and Tyler Bate. And Pete Dunn and Tyler are losing to our truth and to miss. All right, cool. We have one jukebox, and that's it. And then we're going, and then we're going out. We're getting out of here. We're going home. Yeehaw. All right. This one is uh this one is new to the to the rotation, but I think probably should have been here a long time ago. Um, this is Drew McIntyre singing uh, um All Star by Smash Mouth. Hold on. Mm. Come on, come on, come on. There we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Somebody once told me the world is going to rule me. I ate the sharpest tool in the shade. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb and a shape of a nail on her forehead. But the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Pay to the rules and I get the ground running, get makes sense to not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb, mate. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the box streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey new, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey new, you're a rock star, get the show on, get paid. And all that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars break the mold. I prayed for this and it happened. <laughs> All right. Thank we did have this one too, by the way. 2024 said Fightful wasn't busy enough. $5. Oh. Yeah, we're oh. like six scandals in. It's February 4th, 5th now. Um, and Ian Ian Riccoboni says that pretty deadly in a pod together would be really pretty titillating. Am I right? It would be. 
They're like the only talent whose newer themes I really like. Like the mm. we're pretty, pretty. Oh, like that is so that, that, that's, that's like an, uh, an old ABBA cut. Like a B-side <laughs> of an old ABBA single. It's great. It's great. It Alright everybody. <clears throat> Hopefully this thing with my throat is better tomorrow when we're going to talk about Cody Rhodes having a bull rope match versus Shinsuke Nakamura because that is a feud that desperately needed to continue. So uh, come to Five will Select tomorrow night uh, to watch us talk about that. Back here on Tuesday to talk about Carmelo saying all you people. Until then, keep cool, gabagools. Toodles. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.